Thank you, Peter. It's good to be with you all. I hope everybody, yes, thank you, Jesus. Let's give a clap offering. Um, can you all hear me? I feel like there's a lot of wind, but I think we'll survive, right? And if, you're, if you want to come in a little bit, you can. I'm like, oh, you're all spread out. I guess it's good, right? This is COVID land. This is good. <laughs> but as many of you know, um, my family and I came back uh, just this past Wednesday, and so um, I feel like I've just been kind of reacclimating to be back. And so I shared, I, I prepared just a brief, a short devotional for you all, because we're here at the beach and you don't want to hear me talk all day. So we're not going to have a regular like Sunday sermon. We're just going to have a short little message time. But I'd like to begin with these words uh, from scripture, from Revelation 3.20, the book of Revelation 3.20. And Jesus is speaking, Jesus is speaking in this passage. He says this, listen, I'm standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come into you and eat with you and you with me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So it's really good to be here at the beach. I feel like the beach is a place of harmony and of life and of connection. Here, this is a place where historically, at the connection of where sea meets land, where generations of people have been fed and continue to be fed by what comes in from the ocean. So this is a place of life. This is also a place of connection because the, the waters were the place where the, the wayfinders would find their way to connect people groups and islands and communities together. Um, the water was the, the avenue, it was the, the place of connection. And here we are at this beach, like at this place of life, this place of harmony and connection. And I think that's um, something I just wanna state right here. Is there's something special being here in this moment today. Now, um, this past Wednesday when we came back from um, being on, on vacation, I was with my sister and her boys in Florida. And um, I tell you, since being back, I have not had a chance to respond to my emails. I still haven't listened to all three messages from when I've been gone. Oh, no, the Sunday sermons. I heard they were amazing, though. Um, basically, I feel really rusty. And I'm even like, what are we doing this summer? Something about bless? <laughs> feel really out of it. Um, and so I had to remind myself of the, the five missional practices we've been going through this summer um, to, to love our neighbor and show God's care to the world. And we started with um, B, begin with prayer, right? I literally looked this up and I thought, oh, I, I think I gave the message on that. I should remember. It's this idea that we begin with prayer uh, before we be, um, start talking to people that we want to share God's news with. That's good news with. And that was something I did. I did begin with prayer. I did B, yay. <laughs> then we go to L and that's the, the listen, the listen with care. And this idea that we come alongside people, and we listen to their stories. I'm like, oh good, I did a lot of listening on vacation. Okay, that's great. And then E, you know, eat or experience together. And I thought, oh no, I haven't done that with the people on my list yet. And then, oh no, L, like um, S, S, serve, serve with love. I haven't got into that either. I'm so behind. And as the boys and I were waiting in the, um, we're waiting in the airport for our flight, Andre and I were going through different reels on Instagram and we found this one um, Canadian Italian uh, comedian. She's very funny. Um, Laura Ramoso, I think her name is. And she was doing this whole sketch of what it's like to be in school and have like an assigned reading and have the teacher call on you and you're supposed to talk about the assigned reading, but you didn't do it. And it's a hysterical sketch. She's like leafing through her papers and saying things like, 
just saying things like, oh, yeah, um, I really loved how the author, you know, in, in the, the middle of the, the, the paper, how they put words together to make up her points, you know, <laughs> she's clearly, you know, didn't do the reading. And I tell you, when I saw that little sketch, I thought, oh, no, that's what I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I didn't do the assigned reading and I'm coming back and I'm really behind and I'm out of it and oh no, I'm trying to find my way again. I'm feeling a little bit out of it, a little bit unprepared. I'm wondering, have you ever felt that way? Maybe not now, but you know, sometime in life, right? Like <laughs> maybe you ran out of time. I'm thinking maybe you might even feel a little bit that way now. Maybe it's the end of summertime and you're getting ready to go back to school or go back to work in school and you didn't quite fit in everything that you wanted to get in over summer break. There just wasn't enough time. Maybe it's been a while since you picked up your Bible and read it uh, or maybe you spent time advocating for people that need God's justice, need to know God's care, need to know God's wholeness. There just hasn't been time. Maybe it's been a while since you came to church, since you worshiped with others in community it's just been really hard to find time. Maybe it's even been a while since you checked in with your soul. How am I doing and feeling? What do I need from God, from myself, from others? Maybe it's been a while since you loved God with your whole soul and heart and mind and loved your neighbor as yourself. I know I feel that way. The good news is that we don't have to fake it with God. We don't have to pretend we've done the assigned reading because we're ashamed of being found out or given a bad grade. We don't have to pretend that things are great. You know, we're advocating for the poor and the vulnerable. We're sharing the good news. We're being good neighbors. This is the time now. This is the time now that we can tell the truth to ourselves. The psalmists have done this for thousands of years. We can invite God to search our hearts and we can say how it really is. This is the time to say, wow, I'm, I'm busy. I got a new job. It's really overwhelming. I'm tired. You know, my mental health, it's really struggling. I have big questions about God and the church. I don't want to spend time with either until they're answered. I just got over COVID. The brain fog is overwhelming. I'm feeling resentful. I'm not sure how I can ever forgive that person. Or I'm barely paying my bills. I don't know what the future my family will look like. Here in this sacred moment with God, in the presence of God's spirit, held by our heavenly parent, we have time now. We have time to tell how it really is. How we would like things to be. Right, scripture, when we look at when we look at the Bible, it begins with, you know, like the book of Genesis and God does all of God's creating. And the very first thing God sets aside as holy, as something sacred, something um, kind of set aside from the normal, something um, like something special. It isn't like a rock. You're like, it's not like you go to this rock and you meet with God. It isn't like a tree. Like, here is the sacred tree. Come to this and meet with God. You know, it isn't even a house. The thing that God sets aside as holy, as special, is time. God creates a sanctuary in time known as the Sabbath to be the high point of life where we meet with God, where we meet with others. And friends, we are in that time right now. We are in that time set aside by God, a place to meet with the divine, 
with our real selves, with each other. And in this sacred time, we, we can tell the truth. So the Bible begins with this idea of God setting aside time. And that is what's holy. That's where we meet with God, that's where we meet with each other. And the scripture ends in the book of Revelation, um, which is actually all about Jesus being revealed, Jesus who is God's child. We learn about who God is and what God is doing in the world um, uh, through Jesus. And in that book, um, it begins with Jesus kind of telling the truth about a whole bunch of different churches. And these were literal churches that they had in their day, literal churches that had real, real struggles, challenges, problems, gifts, just real people. And um, there were real churches and then literarily, you know, there were literal churches, literarily, we can pull things out that remind us of ourselves. We're like, oh, that's like us. That's like us too. And the spirit can speak to us. And the very last church that Jesus talks to is a church where they think everything is fine and that the people in it are like, we're good. We got what we need. Everything's great. We have plenty of resources. And yet Jesus says, you know what? You're actually in need of God's healing. You're actually a, a little, a little sick and you don't have to be that way. You actually, you think you're all clothed amazingly and yet I have amazing clothes to give you. Like you can tell the truth because I know it already. The scripture I read at the beginning where Jesus stands at the door knocking. Sometimes like I grew up with that as a way of talking to other people about coming to faith. You know, Jesus stands at the door of your heart knocking, you can let him in. What I find so interesting about this text as I grew up and read it later on is that Jesus is talking to a church. He's talking to a whole group of Christians. <laughs> He's like, I'm here. I'm here, I, I'm telling you the truth about who you are, not to shame you, not that you feel guilty, but that you can receive all the goodness I have for you. So you can receive the gifts of my presence. And what's so cool is that when John is, he's the one writing the story down, it's actually on the Sabbath day. It's on the, it's on the holy day that, that he has this vision of Jesus appearing. It's on this special day right here, the Lord's day. And here we are, the Lord's day. We know that Jesus' presence is here in this moment, in this very moment. Saying, have you feel like you've, you've run out of time or you, you, you've been away or you don't feel like you're quite, you know, haven't done the assigned reading? I'm here. I have gifts for you. I want to be with you and you be with me. So I think in this moment right here now, on this Sabbath day, this, this holy day, as the wind blows, I'm going to take just a time of silence. And I want you to ask Jesus through the spirit, say, hey, what are you, what do you have to say to me about the truth of how I am right now? What do I have to say to you? Is there any way I want to invite you in in more further ways to come and eat with me and share life with me? And I know I can be real with you. Because as Jesus knocks on the door, right, I can picture it. You can picture his, his nail, nail-scarred hand. He's knocking and he's, he's coming with vulnerability. Like, hey, you're kind of blind and sick and you're in need of, you know, eye salve and you're, you're kind of poor, but I got everything with me. And I'm coming with my wounds too to let you know it's okay to be where you are at. And I have good things for you if you're able to tell the truth about how you are. So we're gonna take a time of silence. Maybe for you telling the truth will be like, I feel great. I've done all this sign reading, everything's fantastic. This has been the best summer ever. Great, you can share that with Jesus. Like high five each other. <laughs> maybe it's, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure. I think things are good and yet maybe there's some things there I don't wanna explore. And maybe God's Holy Spirit is saying, hey, it's okay, I got, I got something for you. I got something for you for that. 
So we're going to take a moment of silence and then I'll end us with prayer. And then Peter, if you want to get ready to come up in a couple minutes or so and we'll we'll have our song. And then please stay afterwards. We are going to eat with each other here. I think we have some delicious food prepared by Larry, Enrico, and Pat. We're going to have some kind of hot dog or hamburger. I don't know what, but we will find out. Um, So please stay and eat. And let's take in in this moment of silence. Let's see what the one who wants to share a meal with us is saying. So let's just be in this moment. Holy Spirit, come and tell us what we need to hear and help us tell you what we need to say. In the name of Jesus. If you want us to extend your hand, you don't have to actually touch anyone. I'm going to extend your hand. Let's let's say a prayer for all of us together, for each other. So this prayer isn't just for you, but it's for your neighbor next to you. <laughs> it's for me. It's for all of us. Um, Lord, thank you for reminding us uh, that you are the light that will never go out <laughs> and that is shining, even as I hear our neighbors singing. <laughs> thank you for reminding us that in the light of your love and truth, uh, we can we can tell the truth about how things really are. And you can share that truth with us. And you do so in ways that bring us to life, that love us to life. Lord, be with each one of us. Be with the neighbors on our right and left, those behind us, those in front of us, those who are walking around. Help us to know that you are the good God who is knocking, who is here, in this moment present, not just in the past or in the future, not waiting until we've done our homework, but here in this moment now. Help us to align with you, good one. Heal us where we need to be healed. Bless us and help us to be a blessing. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.